<laughs> so I guess when, when in 50 years she'd turn, slow down and then I'll die. <laughs> uh, amazing. Are they ready? We're streaming. We just started streaming. We're a little early. About to get the song, the intro in, in a moment here. I'll okay. Once James lets me know. You're being ordered to do small talk. Oh. You like the rain? I'm not bothered by it. Did you do the rain in this thing? Prepare? I work in hospitality, so we had to. People's lives are. Hurting, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. It was interesting to see that. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, blah, 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 blah. I need to be saying something, folks. Oh, I feel some water on my shirt. But I need to be saying something. So I'm saying something about nothing, the way life is. Something about nothing. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Okay, now we can stop the small talk. <laughs> Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you for being with me. You can get involved by going to our chat line on YouTube. And Hake will let me know. And I'll respond to your questions or comments accordingly. All right? And good morning, y'all, again. So did anybody get ready for the tornado that's coming? <laughs> the hurricane that's coming? Nobody? No, no. Y'all didn't go out and buy food and water and gas and oil? No. Why not? I didn't think it was going to be that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. You did I, not? No, I thought that it's yeah everything's going to be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you see that a lot of people did panic? Yes, but they do that all the time. I know. So. I noticed that anybody else, nobody else went shopping in order? You, you went shopping for it? No, I didn't go shopping for it, but I just happened to be out of a store. Um, and I couldn't believe it to get into the facility. It was like cars wrapped around the whole thing. And I didn't understand why until I got inside and I realized people were, had their carts full of water. Yeah. and like all sorts of essentials and I was like oh that's right there's supposed to be a storm coming up and I forgot and so when you saw it did you run and grab a basket and pull it up no there was none left none left there was none left there's really? too many customers in here there are no not enough carts for the customers that we have that's amazing and people were they seemed like they were in a little bit of a panic a little bit of a frenzy and uh, I think one lady, she said that it was like COVID all over again. She was, she was describing how she maybe had like an altercation with a customer. And I'm thinking to myself, are people really this worried or afraid for themselves like to, to be this panicked? Yeah. I don't know if it's necessary to react that way. 
it felt like a test. A test? To see if the people were overreacting again. It, it really did. And the people overreacted. I was surprised. I didn't, for some reason, I wasn't thinking that people were going to overreact. But in a couple of supermarkets that I went past, and one of them I went, got out of my car to go inside too to, make, to see what was happening. And there were long lines everywhere. The shelves were empty. And big, big baskets of food and everything. And I'm like, <laughs> there was one store where the lines were all the way out the door, you know, like they were lined up at the cash register to the point they had to direct the people to go outside. And I'm like, wow, these people are failing this test again. This feels like a test. And it's because people are unconscious and they don't know that they're overreacting. They really don't. And that's how they do it in life. They overreact. They overreact. And it's unfortunate because people control you like that, and we're being controlled. We're literally being controlled. It seems like it. All the people who were there, they just, I mean, their carts were full of stuff as though it was like Armageddon or something. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Some people told me they couldn't make it to the meeting today because of the rain. I'm like, are you walking or something? <laughs> They're like, no, it's going to be a storm. It's going to be bad. I need to be home. I'm like, oh, okay. It's crazy, huh? Yeah. What a mess. So, any questions about anything? Anybody have a life this week? You, did you learn anything about your life or yourself this week? That you didn't know before? Um... Not necessarily. I just got to drive a tractor at work. That was cool. All week. That was a new experience. And got to learn it pretty well. And so did you learn anything about life other than driving a tractor? Well, you know, the whole storm thing, I see people overreacting as well. I, we covered up a house, prepared for rain because it's all exposed, but... Right. That was work related. Other than that, uh, it's just another day for me. Oh, okay. Amazing. Any of you guys learn anything about yourself this week? Yes, sir. I was. Something really exciting happened for me. I'm not going to mention specifically what it was, but I was so excited for it, I started noticing that I was like getting antsy. Like, couldn't wait and it felt good and then I've been trying to pay attention to myself a little bit more and so I caught it and I saw it and I said no I'm not going to be overly excited about anything and I'm not going to be down on anything as well so I was just watching myself being excited about it and then I came back to the present when I when I saw that I was being overly excited about it because whatever this thing is if it don't happen what i'm going to be down now no that's not the way to do it so you want to be kind of even kill instead of being overly up about something or so depressed about anything at all so i Amazing. saw that in myself oh okay anyone else working on your life no so you guys just like to be taught but not to pay attention to yourself that's interesting Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, this past week, um, I had to fill in bigger shoes at work again. Uh, the family business, my parents were out of town, so I had to basically um, play my dad's role while he was away. And the last time that this happened, like, I think I said, oh, I realized, and I already knew this, but that re really women can't lead. It was stressful and it was all kinds of like heaviness that I was feeling the last yeah. time. And this time around when I was dealing with it, I kind of already, I didn't go in with expectations. I just went in, because last time I think I, I felt it and I felt all the stress because I expected people to um, meet the standards and they weren't. It was, um, it was like a, I just wanted them to, to step up and I had this expectation. And this time around, I, I don't know what it was. it was. It's actually kind of difficult to describe because I guess I just went in empty and this whole week it was a lot easier. I didn't, I didn't go in expecting anything and I didn't go in not expecting anything. I just knew what I had to do. Right. And like you always say, do what's in front of you. And I didn't take anything personally this time. And it was just amazing how I didn't feel a single thing going throughout the whole week and everything felt really easy. And I didn't notice myself getting annoyed or, or holding on to anything really. And, um, and I don't know, I just, I didn't make it a point to, to say oh, I'm gonna go into this week empty handed and not expect anything. I just went in and the week just flew by and it just went kind of like how Anthony was saying, just even keeled, I didn't, not, it's almost like nothing happened. Amazing. And I don't know exactly what was different, but it was pretty much the same situation, but it ended up completely differently. And I don't really know why. Amazing. I don't know. I don't, so, so, what do you think it was? Like, that you went in this time a little different? Yeah. Like because the, you're aware, you're more aware of what you're doing. Um, yeah. Last time it was just like I was saying, I was taking everything right. personally, and this time I didn't. It's the awareness. But it was, just, it was just amazing how the outcome was totally different. Yeah. Amazing. But I still don't think that I should be <laughs> leading people like that. You still don't believe it? No. It's not, it didn't feel natural still. Right. You could do it with a state of consciousness, right. but if you, have a, if you have a clear mind, you could do it even as a woman, but because you would do it with the right attitude. You wouldn't be on a trip about it, it'll work because of the source that's working through you. I was on a trip last time, I think that's what it was. Yeah. I was like on this like ego trip, power trip, and nothing was happening the way it was supposed to. And this time I just didn't, I didn't want to feel that way, the same way that I did last time. Absolutely. Just, and I didn't. Nice. Amazing. Anybody else? Yes, sir. You know, I, I like find myself um, like lost in a thought without knowing how I got there. Like suddenly it'll be just already happening and I, could, I can't figure out like, oh, how did I get there? And then you said something this week, you said something like, um, just, just um, stay aware, like stay at the gate, be at the gate and just be aware. I was, the, I was like, that's very interesting. Like what is the gate, you know, that you're referring to? Something in those, in those words. Right. And that hit, hit, me, hit me hard because then it's like when you say to people, sit still and, and try and see when your first thought comes. Like, see if you can pick out when your first thought comes. And so, instead of, you know, when I do find myself already, already lost in a thought, um, I try to figure out, you know, how did, I, how did I get here? Yeah. And 
uh, instead that that concept of, of you know like just waiting at the gate being aware and waiting at the gate just it blew my mind nice amazing anybody aware of the biblical questions for this week we'll get to that go to David <laughs> your name is David right Tommy what Tommy my name is Tommy oh yeah that's right Tommy <laughs> like Comey yeah, like, uh, I never Homer. met a Jew named Tommy. I met a Jew named David. Yeah. Uh, I thought all Jews were named David. It's like Omer, Omar. Oh, Tomer. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome. This is your first time here, right? Yes. Okay. You, are you aware of the biblical question? Yes. Uh, I was about to share that this okay. was an intense week, and it's related also to the biblical question. Right. Go ahead. That the... Uh, I just, I really like the question, it helped me. Uh, first of all, it was uh, simple and... Uh, Speak up a little bit. Yes. <clears throat> so I like that this question is very simple and I'm surprised that it wasn't a biblical question in the past. Uh, are you in control of your own life? Right, are you in control of your life? And... Uh, so, uh, always with the biblical question, I think, uh, why, what makes it biblical, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not controlled, you're either controlled by bad or by good. And so, what, ma what makes it biblical? And I started to think, um, I, I remember I got eventually to the conclusion that it's just a word. The control, it's just a word. That's why it needs to... It needs to keep convincing that uh, you're, it controls you, or you, you control. And uh, because eventually, to, when I do the silent prayer, or I look within, it's like uh, when I let go of the illusion that I control stuff, is when it's like uh, it's taking the real control. And, uh, but, I don't know, I got eventually to the bottom line that the, the, the control it became a meaningless word. It's just a meaningless word that is not even real control. And so are you in control of your own life? And the answer is no. Is no, you're not in control. What is the light knowing that you're not in control? Uh, being aware that you're not in control. Uh, if you depend, if you want to be in control, you you get controlled by the devil. Yeah. <laughs> and if you let go, and you see it as a good thing, and it's not real, so it feels good not being in control. Oh, okay, amazing. The young lady behind you, are you in control of your own life? Uh, I would say, because you're asking the question, I would say no. <laughs> if anyone else was asking me the question, I would have a different answer. What answer would you have? I would say yes. I've, you know, I think that we live in a society where we're told that we better be in control of things. Otherwise, we're going to be homeless underneath a bridge. Everything's going to fall apart. We're going to live a horrible life. Um, so we attach ourselves to that idea. I have. And which one do you believe now? Which one can you see for yourself is true? I can see for myself that I don't have control, but make no mistake, it's not because I don't try. 
Um, it's funny because I couldn't remember the biblical question, and I thought to myself, when does he even ask the biblical question, which is why I know that there's, it's hard for me to stay present sometimes when I'm here, because I miss a lot. Yeah. Um, but before I even knew that that was the question, I was thinking to myself, have I had a life? I've had a life, but it's been really hard this week because of control. Before I even knew that was a biblical question, I was saying it's hard to let go of control of everything. Yeah. You know, like all the things that keep, I don't know about anybody else, but keeps me safe, my emotions, my ability to call my friends and just talk about nothing aimlessly, <laughs> um, to fill in the spaces. <laughs> I like filling in spaces. Yeah. Um, and that's part of control. So um, it's not easy. Right. And knowing now that it doesn't work, because you say you've been trying to do it all your life, yeah. it never worked, and it, it never will work. Why not just let go? Because you think to yourself, well, what will I do with all this time and all this energy? <laughs> you think to yourself, like, what would you do with all the time if you weren't doing that? And who is telling you that? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Because honestly, I, I don't know. I just feel like attached, maybe my idea of God is, is skewed. It because is. Because I think God is saying, you know, I gave you all these, this, these abilities and all that, you know, your arms, your legs, your, your life, you should be doing so much with it. You should be impacting people. You should be impacting spaces. I don't know, just, it's a busy, busy world in my, in my world. I'm staying busy being busy, so. That's the problem with all human beings. Yeah. is busy in their world. Yeah. And they're miserable, they're running over each other, they are wasting a lot of time trying not to waste time. And the devil tells them, well, what would you do if you didn't, be, if you were not busy? What would happen to you if you didn't have an identity? And they, they are constantly wishing for the devil to try to fulfill that. Yeah, but there's still, there's still <clears throat> there's, that's still an actual question. You know, it's, it's what would you do? with all the time if you didn't, weren't busy being busy? That's a really good question. And so what, the young man next to you want to ask about, well, I want to ask you first, what do you do, what do you think will happen with all your time if you wasn't busy? I don't, I, I, honestly, I feel like I would like start becoming dumb and couldn't do things. <laughs> I don't know, I just think I would be like reverting into some like, space where I just wasn't capable of things. And what's wrong with me coming down and couldn't do things? <laughs> that sounds awful. In, in what way? Um, I, Being smart is not working. <laughs> <laughs> Being I, smart and doing things is not working, right? right. What's wrong with me coming down and doing nothing? Because I don't want to be anyone's burden. I don't want to not be capable of taking care of the things that God has entrusted me to take care of. Oh, you think that being dumb and doing nothing would stop you from doing the physical things you need to do? I don't know. I, I, I guess I attached the two. I didn't even notice that, that there was a distinct difference. Oh, I see. Yeah. Amazing. It is amazing. You like discovering there are two worlds? I am discovering that. What is it like discovering that? For you? Uh, it, okay, for me, I feel like the battle is begun because now I feel to have 
I can see that there is a place that I'm in that I've created or that has been that I struggle with, yeah. and then there's another place. Yeah. And so that's I think that's what the it's hard was today. I think when I first came here, I would say my only you know moniker was it's a lot, and now it's kind of progressed into it's hard, you know. So. Um, and what's hard about it? I don't want to let it go. I worked hard to build this life. <laughs> I built. I worked hard to put all this time and energy and idea into all of this. That's the control. Again, going back to control. You know, I don't want to let it go. I, I, I've spent my whole life building this this thing. So. And so you don't want to let your hair go. I do, though. That's the, <laughs> that's the craziest part. You do and you don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting, huh? And scary because I know what I want, but I, I don't know if I'm capable of doing what it takes to get it. And that's what's scary. You're not capable at all. It ain't going to happen. Got it. That makes sense? Yeah. How do you feel about that? I don't feel anything. I get sad. <laughs> you get sad? I do. I don't know why. That yeah. you, you, you're not going to be able to make it happen? Make you sad? Yeah. Because, again, it's the whole control thing. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, it feels, in my mind, it feels good to be, to have some kind of control. But, yeah, you've never had control. Yeah, but I'm not an anomaly. I'm not an alien. Like, oh, <laughs> there's a lot of people that think like me. Everybody think that way. Okay. Not just you. Okay. Every human being, all the way from Israel to our country to America, every human being think that way. Okay. There's not one. Okay. There are a handful now that are waking up to it and overcome it, but every human being think that way. That's why they're suffering. Yeah. And yet they won't let go. Yeah. What a mess, huh? It's a mess. It's a mess. Yeah. No. Well, if you stay on this path, you, you think it's hard now, you haven't seen it hard yet. Mm. <laughs> it's going to get worse. It's interesting. If you stay on this path, it's going to get worse. worse. If you get off, it's going to get worse. So you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Has anybody ever told you that there's certain things that, like, that you shouldn't say. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like just that. That's scarier. You know, have, like, I don't know. I, I, I appreciate, I think there's a lot of people that appreciate the fact that you were able to cut through a lot and say certain things, but sometimes the things that you say kind of can be pretty scary. Be scary? A little bit. What's scary about that? That it's going to get worse? Yes. If you know it's going to get worse beforehand, why would you go? Would you rather not know? I don't know. Probably not. You'd rather not know? No, I probably would want to know. You want to know. So knowing now that the, the beauty about your situation is that now that you know, you're not going to be able to go back anyway. Mm. Because you really want it. And you're honest about it with yourself. You're scared. You're sad. 
you can't control it, yet you want to, you don't lie to yourself like most people do yeah. about that. But there's nothing for you to go back to anyway. Because everything you've seen already doesn't exist anymore. Okay. So just keep on that path. Be sad. Let the tears come and go. Be scared. And let it happen. Okay. It really. But you haven't seen hell yet. It's going to be knocking at your door. Okay. And just shaking your boots and let it happen. Got it. All right. So you ask what would happen if you didn't, if there were no time, if you didn't fulfill the time? How did, what was the question you asked? What, what would happen if you didn't, if you didn't have it, didn't fill in the time and stuff? Right, with being busy. Yeah, Repeat, what would you do with the time? Oh, I see. Uh, the young man next to you want to respond to that. What would you do with the time if you didn't fill it up? <clears throat> um, yeah, it's tough. I guess. This is a thousand dollar question. That's a tough question. Million dollar question. I would say, um, in line with the biblical question, um, whether or not we have control, I would try to gain control um, by finding something to do, uh, which would involve a lot of thought. Um, I, I guess it could go either way. You could either do do stuff, try to do stuff and fill that time to make yourself, you know, not feel lonely, not feel uh, bad or whatever. Um, and so if you didn't feel, if she, the question she asked, if you don't fill in all that time, what would happen with that time? What would I do? What would happen? What do you think would happen with the time if you didn't fill it in? You would be lonely, you say? I guess nothing would happen. It may, it may or may not happen. Do you fill in time now? You fill up all your time? Not all of it, but uh, yes, I, I try to. You try to. Mm -hmm. And when you say you try to, it doesn't work all the time? It works. Um, but you end up, I, I end up wasting a lot of time. Oh, you do? Too. How do yeah. you waste time? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you could be watching TV. Uh, watching a movie during um, NBA season and watching a lot of basketball. I'm not sure if you want to go through the, the list of things, but um, something to create noise. Right. You know? Yeah. Amazing. So are you in control of your life? I think it's a great question. And I know I'm supposed to say no. Why? But you, what made you think? <laughs> That's what we're supposed because to say. Because I no. asked the question, you're supposed to say no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the correct answer to this question. But um, I, I would say I am. You are in control? And that's the problem. Um, because here's what I, I wanted to say I've noticed that the beauty in life, for at least for me, happens when uh, I'm just acting off of impulse. And I just do things, it just, I don't know where it comes from, it just, I don't think about it. And I think um, 
me trying to have control involves a lot of thought. Uh, either I'll do something wrong or stupid or, you know, whatever, or I don't do anything. Because there's so much thought involved, um, I end up getting a lot of uh, anxiety, uh, pressure, yeah. worry, and doubt. And so, oh, man, you know, I don't do anything. Um, but I guess the question, right, about control, the impulse, it seems like there is no control or it just happens. So if you believe that, why do you keep trying to control it? Well, this week, more and more, I've been acting on those impulses, um, and which I see is not trying to have control. I could be wrong, but okay. I, I like it that way. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Feels better. Amazing. Are you in control of your own life? Were you familiar not with the biblical all. question? Yeah, yeah. I heard it. Uh, uh, I only heard it once, but I already knew the answer. No, no, I'm not in control of my life. And why do you say no? Because I've given my life to God, and now I'm basically his puppet. I mean, the Lord is my shepherd, so he guides me, and he shows me the way. Oh, okay. And I just listen, and I would say, in answer to that question that you asked the gentleman over here, I'm sorry, what was that question you asked him? <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just popped out of my head. Oh, that's the one about time? What yeah. would happen to the time if I didn't fill it in? Nothing. Like, you would just be guided by the Lord, so there would be no, there would be no importance to it. Oh, okay. maybe, you, maybe you spend the time watching movies. Maybe you spend the time doing whatever you're doing. But basically, the whole time, you can be silent and be still and know God. Okay. And it's easy. Right here. What would happen if you didn't fill in the time? Because you were saying, well, if I don't fill in this time, yeah. what would happen to me? I got to get things done. I have to, you know. Yeah, one of, your, one of the biblical questions a couple of weeks ago was, what do we fear most? And I think it was silence. And I think that, I mean, I believe that is true, is we fear silence um, we always have to fill the space with something instead of being still and letting God work through us because if we allow him to guide us and work through us, he, something will happen. He will put, place something in, in, your, in your way. And I, I think, you know, whatever purpose or gift he gave you. Put something in that bucket so the noise is sharp. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Uh, whatever purpose or gift God has given you and that you haven't found, maybe in that silence you can find it. Um, I don't believe that I control my life, although when I try to, things go awry. Um, but no, we don't have control. And can you give me an example of trying to control your life? Um, you trying to control your own life? I mean, you know, trying to control my life. I mean, I kind of do it every single day, and I try to stop myself. I can't really come up with, with an example. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So are you doing the silent prayer every morning, every night? No. You're not? I'm not. Have you ever done it? Yes. And what made you stop? Um... 
You know, it's, I don't do it every single day, but I do find myself um, doing it uh, when, I need, when I need to, uh, which is probably not good. I should probably do it every single day so I don't have to always think about it. But um, I, don't, I don't know why I stopped. I started, um, instead of silent praying, I start speak, saying it out loud, um, which wasn't helping. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, why I stopped. And so you say you do it when you need to do it, right? Right. But you don't need it every day? I mean, I do need it every day, but I just don't, I guess. You love your hell? Of course not. You don't love your hell? No. Then if you don't love your hell, why don't you commit to it? I should. Why don't I? Yeah, if you don't love your hell. Because... I don't know, because the devil, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so what would happen with your time if you didn't fill it in? Uh, what would happen to my time if I didn't fill it in? Uh, I don't know. Bad things? Bad things would happen to your time? Probably. Like what? Things I shouldn't be doing. I don't, I, uh, I don't know. Have you ever tried it? Have ever tried. Not to fill in your time. I try not to fill in my time. Yes and no? So you have tried not to fill in time? I mean... Not to have anything to do, don't fill in any time. You ever tried that? I'm a, I'm a procrastinator. So what does that mean? Lazy? Yes. Uh, yes. Like whenever I can't sleep, black? I will sleep. You black? Yeah. She black. Can't you tell? <laughs> you guys see? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um I'll sleep or I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Amazing, huh? Amazing. Uh okay. Thank you. <laughs> Amazing. Yes, sir. Want you uh once, once you stop trying to fill in the spaces, what happens is the, the voice gets louder, the thoughts. And then you get confronted with those thoughts, and then you get an opportunity to go into the ego death process. Yeah. Yep. And Amazing. most people don't want to do that. Um, the young lady behind the water. What would happen to your time if you didn't try to fill it in all the time? I don't know. I'm a little confused. Because like, the time's still going to pass by. Regardless. What, it, like what, what are you confused about? Like, what are you going to do to fill the time? Because I'm like, the time's going to go by regardless. Like, if you're in control, you're not in control. Nothing happens to the time. You know, like, say, like, I want to start going to the gym. And I'm like, I don't have time. But I'm just like, I still, regardless, I still have to, you know, build my strength. And find the time or make the time or, you know, get in a schedule. So... And when you say I'm a little confused, you're confused about what? About when people say filling up the time. Like, I'm just like, get a hobby. I don't know. I want to learn to play <laughs> the piano. Like, I'm, I guess I'm maybe trying to fill the time by just wanting to do these hobbies, but I'm not doing it. I'm just like, I'm just um, taking it easy right now, you know? I'm just, you know, relaxing. But eventually, when I feel up to it, I do want to, you know, I guess fill the time with, like, hobbies or a talent. I could whistle. Now, and I couldn't before. You could whistle? I could whistle the jingle bells. Oh, 
And you did that while you were filling in the time? Yeah, I was just breathing. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, I tried really hard. Oh, I got a bird, too, for a little bit, and that helped. To fill in the time? Not to fill in time, just to practice whistling. Oh, amazing. What the? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the one thing I, oh, Nick wanted to respond to that question. I'm sorry. Nick, are you in control of your own life, and what would happen if you didn't fill in the time? No, I'm not in control of my life. Uh, I don't think I've ever been. I can't, any, any way I square that question and, and reflect on my life, any level of, the, of that word control, it doesn't seem like I can say yes to that. And I think I've been trying to my whole life. And so, not successfully. At least not in my mind what I think is absolute control. So no. And what, what, what would my... And what would happen to your time if you didn't fill it in? What would happen to it? Um, honestly, I agree with what a lot of people are saying. You know, like, you like would what? be confronted with thoughts. And there's different things that would happen. I don't know, maybe people think that this is kind of like... What I'm trying to say is that for, for someone new like, like her, I forget your name, I'm sorry. But um, they might think about, oh, well, how do I live without... Uh, thoughts or filling up my time, your time will get filled up anyways. Like I notice my time gets filled up with things I have to do or nothing. So it's not so much um, how it's not so much a outer prescription of how you're supposed to live, as in like a physical out, outer representation. It's just we're talking about the inside. You still have to go do stuff outside. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. Um. What would happen if you didn't fill in time? You would go free. Because time is just an illusion. It's just an idea, it's not even real. And so you're trying to fill in an illusion, that's why you're never, ever, ever able to do it. One thing leads to another, to another, and it deceives you to think that you're filling in time. But if you stop trying to fill in time, you will go free. You will have an amazing life and then life will start to just happen naturally because it's just an illusion. That's why everybody going crazy. The young lady will say, oh no, maybe I'll do a hobby. Maybe I will get a bird and learn to whistle. Maybe you're trying to fill in this time and all those ideas is coming from the, the time God, which is Satan. And Satan wants you to always have something to do Always overreact so you won't be still and know God. The truth cannot catch up with people who believe in time unless they want it. They start to welcome it. But you will be free if you let time go. And you will have enough to do and then some. What do you think about that? Not what I was thinking. What were you thinking? I'm sorry, take the mic off. I, I was thinking that you would just waste away. The far you will waste away. Your ego would die. If you were to stop trying to fill in time, fill in a lie, fill in... Cause God, God is a timeless God. The truth is timeless. It's right here, right now. And it's already filled in. You just need to live it. And that's what's going to happen when you stop trying to fill in time. You're going to come into that no time zone and you're just living there and everything is already done.
there's nothing to do. And you would do your physical things, you would go to work, you'd make your food, but that wouldn't be based on anything. You're just getting something practical done. But you would have an amazing life if you gave up this idea of time. I got to get everything done. And if you said beautifully earlier that you can't, you, it hasn't worked. What will happen if I let that go? It's a perfect question. You will live, but Satan tell you that you won't live. You, you won't be nothing. And we're nothing nowhere. We could gain the whole world and still be nothing. Mm. It would just be another false illusion about self. I guess maybe that particular idea is just very, very connected to me because even as you speak, I'm like, there's something yelling loudly. No, don't yeah. you dare. Don't you dare. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's, the, that's the demon of, the, of, of lies screaming in your head telling you not to. It's a demon alive talking to you. Your mouth wasn't moving. You were, you were not saying that to yourself. No, he was saying that to you. That's true. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's amazing. What is it like for you to see the demon talking to you, telling you no? Because he doesn't want you to hear this truth. He doesn't want you to welcome it. He doesn't want you to hear it because it's changing. It's getting rid of him. The light is destroying the dark, and it doesn't want to be destroyed. That's why he's screaming at you, pay that no attention, he said. That's not true. You've got to be something. And he uses everything, because I was also thinking, like, what do you think the Ten Commandments are for? What do you think everything in the Bible says? Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a war of the, of the thoughts. I Absolutely. Think. Yeah. If every human being right now were to lay down their thoughts and just stop thinking, We'll have peace on earth just like that. <laughs> there will be peace on earth. You will have perfect peace in your life if you stop thinking right now. You'll walk out of this room a, a free woman in the right way, real free, hmm. if you were to stop thinking. But the devil doesn't want you to stop thinking. He wants you thinking. He wants you. It's like they said the storm coming, right? Mm -hmm. And people are panicking. Mm -hmm. That's how they panic in their lives inwardly. They have a situation happen in life that an idea come about it, they panic and they run. That's what the disciples did to Christ. They panic. They had this idea, they panic. But there's some kind of dopamine that's attached to it. There's a feeling that you get when right. you're like persevering and you figure it out and you cross over and all this stuff where you conquer like... Again, that's another thing. You're like, oh, what would you do without all of, without all of that? You yeah. know, um, the feeling. You know, and the feeling is it's the nature of the devil. It's an abnormal nature. It's a lie too that come with the thoughts, and he makes you think, and then he makes you feel something. Because if you didn't have that energy, you would not feel. You think you wouldn't feel alive, but there's an energy that come with the light. And it, but it, it's something that I can't describe. It's a natural energy. It, it's, it's everything. Huh. And it, it, it doesn't wear you down. It doesn't make you worry. It doesn't make you think that enough is not enough. It's just life itself. Hmm. There's an energy, a natural energy that comes from God. Mm -hmm. Right, it doesn't end, it's everlasting. And you don't have to drink that 
stuff that hate drink to get energy to go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call that stuff? Oh yeah, he's working on it. So, but there's another energy called life that you want. It's called love. And so this false energy you're holding on to is killing you. It's death. It's not life. Wow. You need a brand new nature. And that's what the energy of God is doing. It's changing your nature from the nature of the devil to his nature, which is of love. Okay. And so, do you recognize that the devil tell you all the crap? When you say that, absolutely. Yeah. It, there's a, like you said, I, I was referring to a war, and what you just described was a conquering of all of that. Yes. Absolutely. If you can stop thinking right now, you'll be free. We must go dumb. The intellect is a lie. The intellect is a setup. Wow. The intellect is of your father, the devil. Look how crazy people are. Mm -hmm. Very intellectual. Truly. And the smart and the more they know, the worse they get. And enough is not enough. They want to control the whole world and everybody that's in it. Because enough is not enough for the intellect. And you will get, if you stay with it, and you will get to a point where nothing outwardly can make you feel bad or make you feel good. You can take it or leave it. Mm. If your husband said he's leaving, you're okay, bye. <laughs> really, you'll be just okay with it. Yeah. And if your husband said, I'm coming back, you'll let him stay in the basement until you get a job, <laughs> and it won't move you. But you wouldn't be neither happy or sad about it. Okay. Because you operate on a different energy now. You operate on life where nothing is missing. Okay. Isn't that amazing? Yes, it is amazing. So stay with it. And I want to encourage you to pay attention to that voice. That, and that's what it means to not forget. What Sean mentioned earlier early about watching at the gate. You want to watch those thoughts and don't forget to watch them. Okay. You want to sit at the gate and just never forget to watch them. And so when this different situations happening, you just want to watch. That's all. Do nothing. But how do you how do you distinguish like like you said how you were able to like look at the situation and be like that you didn't say that. How do you sometimes you think it's you? Right. And you only think it you because you've grown up thinking that it was you since you were traumatized. Mm -hmm. No one, if someone had told you as a little girl, that's not you talking to you. That's not you getting angry. Stop getting angry. It's not you. You've been over this a long time ago. Right. Okay. Because you would not have grown up thinking that it was you. Mm -hmm. Those are my thoughts. Those are my emotions. Those, that's me looking for love. That's me looking for hate. That's me looking for this and that. You would never have compared yourself to other people. You would never have tried to be rich because it wouldn't be no such thing as being poor. Mm. You would never try to be known because you would have never felt unknown. There would be no race because you'd be on your own. You wouldn't be competing with anyone. But because no one told you, and our parents are supposed to tell us that, but our parents are losers too. Mm. Have you noticed that parents are losers? <laughs> That's why we're losers. 
if you want to know what the parents are like, look at the children. They'll chip off the old block. <laughs> and the parents want to pretend that they're successful at raising kids and they're not. It's not my fault. It is their fault. It's your parents' fault that you screwed up. But it's your fault as an adult for not overcoming it. They couldn't help it. Yes, sir? It's kind of like what we were talking about on the show the other day with uh, IQ and addiction. Um, there's a, a correlation between people with high IQs. They have a higher rate of becoming addicted to things. Yeah. And they have a lower rate of uh, conquering addictions. Yeah. The higher your IQ, the, there's a higher rate of getting into a, a addictions. And, you know, the other day I was doing the silent prayer and... It was really amazing to see, like, so, all of a sudden I had this random memory of, like, kindergarten, you know, like, whatever, 20, 26 years ago. <laughs> and, um, and before I knew it, like, 30 seconds later, I was thinking about something completely, completely different. It just went, like, boom, boom, boom. That one memory triggered, like, this other yeah. thing, and then completely unrelated to that. It just happened one after another, and, um, you know, as far as being still, he'll give you memories or, you know, things that you might feel guilty about um, as a way to, like, entertain you. You know, yeah. like, he'll try to fill in your time. You, even when you're being still, you, you think to yourself, oh, I got to yeah. fill in the time with, with these thoughts that are, might seem nice or might seem, like, interesting. And before you know it, you're thinking about something that you're lost in something completely different. And it could happen 30 seconds later or it could happen five minutes later. But once he has you with that initial... If you're not like present at the gate, you know, once he has you with that initial first thought, then it could just add on to it one after another after another. 100%. That's why you got to stay at the gate and watch. The greatest sin is not to watch, it's to forget to watch. Because he will, he'll do that, and he'll just throw you idea after idea after idea. Then you want to do a jump out the window. And also, you'll forget how you got there. Yes. <laughs> like, before you know it, you're lost, in, you're lost in something, completely, totally lost in something. You're like, how did I even get here? Yep. It's like when you ask people, why do you act that way? And they're like, I don't know. I don't know why I did that. Yep. I ask so many people, why do you act that way? I don't know. Mm. Why are you thinking that way? I don't know. It looked like they were questioning it. I'm acting like a fool. Why? <laughs> They don't even question why I'm acting like a fool. They're just going out like a bigger fool. And then blame somebody else for it. You made me act like a fool. Yes. And that's further proof that this, you know, spiritual battle is happening inside of us. Those forces of, of good and evil are so much bigger and vaster and like more, more ancient. Like that battle's been going on forever and it will always go on forever. So those forces inside of us are so much bigger than we could even imagine. Yes. And they get you before you even before you even notice. You know, you just can't help yourself whether you're doing quote unquote good things or doing quote unquote bad things. You can't and and never ever 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 just to add to that because that is so true. Never think or believe that you're doing a good thing or a bad thing. Because if you think you're doing a good thing, you believe there's a bad thing. And then when you're doing this so-called bad thing, you try to get back to the good thing. It's just a false idea. Is another idea from the devil. It's always the devil is up and down. He keeps you divided. 
If you think about being hungry, he's going to make you think you're starving. You got to eat now. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, it's in here. It's crazy what's going on. We are possessed with the spirit of evil. The spirit of evil lives in all human beings. Just think about the people who rob stores and things like that. Just because the government, the government didn't, didn't make them do it. That idea to rob the store came from within. The secondary idea was from the government. Y'all can go rob. We're going we to put you in jail. But the primary came from you. It tell you, go rob Macy. They're some nice persons. And if you're not paying attention to that, you go rob a store. Why did you rob the store? I don't know. Everybody else is doing it. Because you're not paying attention to the devil. Isn't that amazing? Every human being has it. Not one that doesn't. And only a few will overcome it. Because it ain't easy overcoming it. It is easy, but we don't know that it's easy because we have identified with the devil. It could be over just like that. Right now, you can walk out of this room on a cloud. But you love your thinking. You love your judgments. You love your decision making. You love your ideas. You love being busy. You love being smart. And that's why you can't walk out of here free. What a mess, huh? You can't even have any ideas about God. Or Jesus. If you ever, if you hold on to ideas about him based on what you read or heard or the preacher say, you would never know God. It would just be another idea. You won't never know him because the idea about him, the intellect gets in the way and prevent you from knowing him. The, Bible, the devil quote the Bible. He'll wake you up every morning and you say, pray to the Lord, I'm alive. And you ask people, how you doing? What's good about it? I'm alive. No, you're not. You're dead. <laughs> and they call death life. Anyway, I saw here and here first, and then I come to. Did I see you here? Yes. Tommy. Tommy. Yeah, no. Tommy. <laughs> uh, just uh, I read this uh, Seven Guaranteed Steps, the book. Yeah. And you write the that uh, in stillness uh, the universe is created so in doing nothing uh, stuff for being created yeah that is so if you be still you're taken care of you really are but if you're overreacting and thinking and trying to get it you're destroying yourself that's it amazing right here um, right now, that uh, piggybacking off of what was going on with her, um, I had uh, during the week. I heard on Thursday, on Thursday when he had a caller, some eighty-something-year-old man that was still angry, um, and, and I don't know why. It I was I was listening to the show, and I was you know doing doing uh, doing my my practical duties for the day, um, and then when he, when you asked him if he was still angry, he's like, no. He said, but the white man held me back after I was a flight control oh, attendant, yeah. I remember. that guy. Yeah. And in my head, I just kept hearing like, man, 
like this guy doesn't get it. He's still angry. He's mad. I was like, that's why he's calling just to argue with you, wanting to argue with you, because you're just like, oh boy. The devil loved to argue. Yeah. And and another thing, I don't I don't know. Maybe you can guide me a little more. I, I've been doing. My, I did my my silent prayer the whole week. I did it the whole week, and and it, I I had this weird feeling where um, like when I would catch myself in thoughts, I don't know how how, how would you explain it um. I would catch the thought, and then it felt like I just got dropped back on earth. I'm like, oh crap, like, oh look, your dog, oh look, that's, that's a cool looking car. Like I was just in here, like I wasn't thinking like I gotta do this, I gotta move here, I gotta make moves over there. I was just doing things, and I was able to do more, more this week than with my planning the yeah. whole, than, than the whole month. Because I wasn't thinking like, oh man, I gotta do this. Like worrying about here, I was just doing, doing things, just not, without thinking about it. I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's, that's the way things are supposed to go. I don't know if you could guide me or because yeah. I wasn't like, man, I gotta think about here. Yeah, tomorrow. take pictures of everything. Huh? Take pictures of everything. Yeah. Uh, before and after. Um, and so your question is what? Sorry about that. Is that, is that what you're supposed to feel? Or, or like how it's, your thought process is supposed to just go away, where you're just doing things that are in front of you, like that are as they come? Sean want to answer that. How'd you know? I see it all over you. <laughs> no, I, that's crazy that you say that because I've definitely felt that before where, you, you know, if I find myself lost in a thought, I'll suddenly look out into the world and things will just seem different. You know, yeah. I'll see a car passing or like a dog and it'll seem different than it did a second ago. Right. And, you know, it's so true that what you feel like what you see inside yourself is what you see out in, in the world. If you feel like you're out of control within yourself, you'll try to look at, you'll look into the world and say, things are too out of control. I have to change this. I have to change this. But really you're talking about what's going on inside of you. Yeah. So that's just crazy to say that, you know, I, I didn't expect someone else to like say exactly what I wanted, what I've been through. <laughs> but, but I mean, is, is that, like, I guess you could say the power of the silent prayer where you're just able to catch that thought and be like, get out, get out, get out. Like, the more you practice watching them, mm -hmm. the more you become aware of them. But you got to practice watching them and that's it. Okay, okay. That's, that's it. That's the big secret? Yeah. <laughs> just got to watch. There's nothing else to do but watch them. Okay, thank you, Jesse. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me take you here then, you shot. No, you were saying that, um, like, most people don't want to overcome, look at themselves, and like, but you can see like the blatant evil that's in the world right now. Like, like Satan ain't even hiding no more. Everything is like pure evil out yeah. in the front. But with all that said, let me ask. <laughs> ask. <laughs> what do you think is the difference? Maybe I should say, why do you think some people want to overcome and others don't? Like, what's the difference between those? Two it's always been that way. It's nothing new. Even Christ said only a few are going to find that straight and narrow. Because most people just love their hell. They love the devil. They love feeling. They love feeling so-called good. They love feeling so-called bad. They love thinking that they can make something happen. They love revenge. They love jealousy. They just love their hell. And that's why the light only helps those who welcome it. Because only a few are going to do that. Some people uh, uh, learn about even what we talk about and they'll just quote it, but it has no meaning because they feel good 
just quoting it. And somebody listening to them and seeing them, they out there in the world telling people, don't hate your mama, don't hate your mama. It feels good that they don't, they're telling the person not to hate their mama because they think now the, 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 the person thinks that they're smart. And so they get in their feeling from that. And they feel good. It's like quoting the Bible. People love quoting the Bible because if it made the hearer think that they're a Christian and they know God, they know the Bible, and they're not watching what's going on within themselves because they're getting their glory just by someone else thinking that they're, they know something. It's all ego. 100% ego. What a mess. That's why most people don't laugh, even when they learn about forgiving. Forgiving your parents, forgive, don't judge yourself. And they'll say it, and they'll go and forgive the parent. But as soon as the situation happens to them, comes along, they're on the run. They're running because they have not discovered anything. They give up and go to something else, try to find another excitement. Yes, ma'am. But, okay, the, the only thing that I am concerned with is that, um, you know, I've read a lot of things, books, words, ideas, thoughts, all that. I have never heard this in my entire life. <laughs> and so the, the question becomes then, how could anyone save themselves from something that they didn't know? Like, let's just go back in time. Let's go to 1727, let's go to 1523. Like, go, I have never heard anything from the past make its way to this present. I have never heard this. So. I think to myself, what about all those people that just had never heard anything like this? That's a good question. Um, the one thing I can assure you, without a doubt, for those who want to know the truth, those who are seeking, they may not have heard this yet, it'll happen the same way it happened to you. He will call you to be in the right place where you need oh. to. Okay. He will, yeah, because God hear, is always in control. Right. He okay. hears your cry. And he knows that you're lost, right? But he know, he knows that you want something else, even if you don't understand what he wants. And he'll make you show up in the same way he did with you. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That's fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because in the good old days when I was growing up, I would hear about this more than I do today, for sure. Oh. The older generation would talk about the ego thing and dying and you must live and don't overact, don't hate nobody, don't hate the white man or anyone. We will hear it, but we don't hear it anymore. Oh, wow. Okay. We don't hear it at all. Okay. But God knows the one that, he knows your heart, and he knows the one that really want to welcome him into the back end. He'll, he'll make it happen. Okay. He really will. I don't care if you live in India and never saw a Bible or, or anything. If no, if no white people ever showed up and preached the gospel. <laughs> if you want the truth, it'll appear. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Good question. Yes, Sean. Jesse, you here? Yeah, I was going to say, um, you know, just like people don't need to read the Bible right. to wake up. They don't need to, like, hear the words or read it, too. Um, but I was going to say, like, is, is it, I was going to ask, is it accurate to say that, um, you know, people say, like you said before, it's going to get harder and, he, you know, he's going to start attacking you more. Um, but... Is it accurate to say that, you know, it's more of a result of you starting to notice all of those moments 
when, he, when you know, you're being attacked. And because he's always been attacking you, it's just, it's just a matter of you're noticing them now. He, he, he's always attacking you, absolutely. But the reason it's going to get worse, and believe me, it's going to get worse, so y'all might as well prepare. Prepare up, make a lunch. <laughs> and the reason that it gets worse because he's dying. The light is defeating him. And he has to depart from you, and he doesn't want to. He does not want to. He got to overwhelm you with fear and doubt and pain and everything because he's dying. But if you're not aware of him, you're not trying to overcome. He's alive in you. He's alive in you helping to keep him alive by believing in that. But it's going to, I'm telling you, and most people are not going to make it. Because this is a lightweight stuff we're talking about. <laughs> This is the lightweight stuff we talk about is lightweight, but it's still hard, it's still rough, it's still hell, right? But when he knows that he has to depart, it's, it's going to make you want to slap your mama. <laughs> and that's why only a few are going to make it. Only a few are going to make it. What I want to do, yes sir. And then, James, I want you to give me that response about the biblical question. But first year. Yeah, yeah. I was just wiping my eye, but um, I, I had, <laughs> I was curious what you thought about David Goggins. Um, the what? David Goggins. A lot of people probably have heard of him, but um, he's a, a Navy SEAL, former Navy SEAL, um, supposedly the toughest man in the world. Okay. Um, What's your problem? He's too close to life. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm bringing back a little bit, and, and then a little louder. Gotcha. Yeah, um, and so he's wrote a book, uh, Can't Hurt Me, to help people callous their mind, uh, build mental toughness, and I was just thinking, a lot of things that you, uh, we've learned, you said, are similar, is just coming from a different angle. Um, and one of, one of the things I was gonna, I was just thought about was uh, how important he says suffering is to reach peace and you can't reach peace if you don't suffer and it makes me think about what we were just saying the pain and all that stuff that you go through you're not gonna overcome unless you go through that all that um, yeah suffering did he mean did he mean I, I don't know who that is as far as I know <laughs> Did he mean spiritually or physically, physical pain? Both. He meant both? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. If, if he meant, the one thing about building strength, you can't do that. There's no way none of us to build our own strength. Mm -hmm. Because when you think you're building strength, you're building weakness. Now, if he's talking about physical, you can do that by working out and eating right and running and fighting a war. I'll look into him, but I, I, I don't know what he meant. Yeah, I think, um, I think you're kind of right. It's like, uh, and that's why it's a little bit conflict, not conflicting, but just, it's like most things kind of align, but some things they don't. Yeah. And it's kind of a weakness in a way. Um, but I like both approaches. Right. Yeah. Because of ourselves, there's nothing we can do about this. 
That's why with fear and trembling, we must deal with hell. Yeah. You can't get around that. Right. And so, so I don't know if, which way he meant. But I do know you can work on your body physically get strong. But I counsel with, I can't tell you the number of military men mm. and women now, but military men I've counseled, and they go out and fight a war and they get all those bad things that you put that make you think you're a hero. What do you call those things? Medals. Yeah, yeah medals. And they, get, they go and sign a president decoration and inwardly they have fear. Their wives are beating them up. They're crying because their wife left while they're in the military. They can't handle anything mm. inwardly. And they, when they realize, they'll tell me, man, I'm out here fighting a war and I'm scared. <laughs> inwardly, I'm scared of my wife. I'm scared of life. I'm afraid to speak up. Big guys, too. But they have, inwardly, they're cowards because they didn't understand it, didn't know the spiritual war. Understand the spiritual battle. Every human being must be born again of the Father, no matter what. And fighting a war is not going to make that happen. Lifting weights and going to Iraq, wherever they go, they ain't going to make that happen. You must be born again spiritually. Yeah, I know. Does that make sense? Absolutely. But I, I'm not familiar with that guy at all. Yeah, I don't want to put words in his mouth or right. make them, you know. But right. I, I just think that. Um, just that idea of, again, uh, overcome, uh, going through the suffering and pain, you have to do it to, uh, to over, yeah. you know, reach that uh, horizon. I know, I'm thinking of one guy right now. He's like real tall and big and sharp and muscular, right? And he got a little wife, they, you know, a little cutesy wife. Mm -hmm. She runs over him. <laughs> I'm like, why don't you speak up? I maybe want to slap him. <laughs> He's scared. Yeah. But he's scared of that spirit of mama. But it's not just—it's not just the physical stuff. It's, for example, um, you know, you're getting bullied, or, and that could be verbally or physically, uh, overcoming, yeah, people saying stuff about you, and um, that—that's pain and suffering that you have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. We talked about this. I think it was last week. Uh, you got to sit through, yeah, people yeah, yeah. making fun and, you know bullying you, whatever, I don't know. It's funny, you can think that someone thinks something about you and they're not even thinking about you and you have yeah. fear. Right, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. They're not even thinking about you. They're trying to get across the road and you'll see them and you'll think that they're thinking something about you and you have fear. Mm -hmm. And then rather than looking at that, you'll blame them. They were looking at me like that. That's what I thought, felt that way. Oh, yeah. that started with you. And you're the one who suffers they don't, they, yeah, like you said, they're not even thinking about it at all. Right. You're the only one. Uh, yeah. what, what a mess, huh? The devil amazing. is busy. Yes, James. So someone uh, uh, sent a super chat, right? Yes. About the biblical question. I wanted to respond to it today. This was on buymeacoffee.com slash JLP talk. JV, the greats, answered to the biblical question, are you in control of your life? I believe that we are in control of our lives. The decisions that we make every day is what shape our lives. Some people choose to do things for all the wrong reasons, and it leads them down a path of destruction. So how do people end up in prison for their decisions or getting into toxic relationships, becoming addicts or becoming homeless, etc.? 
I know some will say that God controls our lives, but what about those that don't even believe in God? I look forward to hearing your two cents. And the young lady, wanted, I, I just see it all over. You want to respond to that? People who are in prison, did they make that decision? I'm going to go with it was the thoughts that made those decisions for them. But you say I'm going to go with that. I am, but because it has, <laughs> I, I see where that, that, that question is leading. And I think that the spirit inside of me relates to that as well, is that it is of our own doing that we end up where we end up. And what you just said seconds ago was, you know, we can do nothing um, and I forgot the rest, but we know nothing. We know nothing and can do nothing apart from ourselves. And so I get what what they're leading in that question, but um, so I I don't know that I you should have called on me <laughs> um, because my question is then I, I get what they're saying. Why is somebody in prison and somebody's in an Ivy League school on their way to becoming a doctor? Why was someone making a decision to commit a crime and go to prison? You know, you're just walking down the road, life is fine. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're going to make a decision to commit oh, a crime true. and put you in prison. That's put true. yourself in prison. Yeah, nobody would do that. Right. And the person in college, who you think influenced them to go to college as soon as they popped out of the womb? <laughs> Oh, right. Is that what? Their, their parents. Yes. They didn't make that decision. Oh, uh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. But they'll tell you, oh, I made that decision. No, you didn't. And when they come out of college, they're crazy as a best of all. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what's a best of all? Oh, you know something? I want, you, I want to encourage you to stay, with, stay there, keep watching. Okay. And don't let anyone or anything deter you. As Shama said, stay at the gate and watch. Okay. Watch and not you. Okay. Amazing. That is so nice. Uh, to, to James, you want to respond to him? Hake. <laughs> Are you in control of your own life, Hake? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, sometimes I think I do. I am. And sometimes I look at my life and, like, it seems doubtful. And I know from hanging around you and you're hearing your message for all these years i know the the right answer is we're not but as far as how i live i think i live like i believe that i am in control of amazing <laughs> <laughs> you want okay. me to respond to this man's coffee yeah what do you say about god he said he knows that some will say that God controls our lives, but what about those who don't even believe in God? 
Okay. How do you respond to him? Um, to me, it's like a one of the mysteries, <clears throat> for me anyway, of life where we are responsible, but yet we don't, we're bound to follow either Satan or Christ. Hey, what are we responsible for? We're responsible for, for how we live, you know? <laughs> 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 well, like we're, like we should be punished for, um, you know, for crimes and things like that. I think we do bring mess on ourselves or somewhat of blessings on ourselves in how we live. Like there's different laws and how you live that if you follow this, it'll go well with you. If you don't, it won't. But past that, like I remember reading the Bible even younger when I was in college, trying to figure out does the Bible say that we have free will? Because people would say we had free will. Yeah. And it, to me, it never says that. I know it says choose you this day, but that doesn't mean that you have, it doesn't, it's not saying that you have free will necessarily. So um, I like his response, but I don't think he's all the way right. This guy talking about the decisions shape our lives and therefore we are in control of our lives. I think that's a jump into conclusions. Oh, okay. Amazing. Yes, the, I saw this hand first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think with that person, to me, when, I re when, he, when he read it, I, I took to mean that that guy believes that God controls everybody's life. And I don't know that that's, I will say that's not totally, I would not say that's true. So why if you have the assumption, why would you say that? Because what about the what about the evil person? Something else is controlling his life, right? Or am I wrong? <laughs> I'm trying to fellowship. I'm trying to fellowship today. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel uncomfortable? No. Um, um, I, so when I when you read that story, um, I I kind of get the impression that he believes that all people are controlled by God, and then he says something like, "What about the people who don't believe in God?" So I I'd have to. Do you believe God control your life? I hope. <laughs> I want to believe that. Do you believe He does? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not, I don't know. I really don't know how to answer that. You don't know if God controls your life or not? I'd like to say yeah, but I don't know. You don't know? I know that I've been, well, I guess if I think of it, I've been blessed. So yeah, I'll say yeah. How are you yeah. blessed? You sound like one of those Christians. I'm fat and sassy. Blessed? Uh... Yeah, highly favored, and they catch it hell. <laughs> Blessed, highly favored. I don't see myself catching hell, but I know that I don't need for anything. Like I have, 
I have a job, several jobs. I have, I eat well. <laughs> I, you know, I have, I have the things that I need. Right. And maybe, okay. And that's why you say you're blessed? And everything's, if I look at my life, everything's been taken care of for me. There's been some times where I've that been so down and out and everything has worked out. So you have a job, you have food on your belly, you're fat, and, and, you, and that's how you know you're blessed? The fact that everything has worked out in my life is how I, how I know I'm blessed. How many people know they're blessed that way? When you're that way, you know you're blessed. Oh, you, and the rest of you don't think you're blessed when you have what you need? Francisco did like that. <laughs> And how do you know you're blessed? I just know. Because, because you have all those things. No, you have a job, you have food, you have all no, that? No, no, not that. Just but, but that was about, do you think you're blessed when you have those things or not? I think I'm blessed for other. No, I'm going to ask you about those list. things. When have you have those things, do you think you're blessed or not? No, I have my own things. You know, born in this country, um, Oh. Here and now, I'm here, you know. Speak up for me. I'm here. And that's why you know you're blessed? I think I am. I'm sorry? I think I am. Amazing. <laughs> Not that it's wrong, I'm just saying amazing. <laughs> I'm just using the word. Because when I use the word amazing, folks don't know what I mean. <laughs> do I think that he's wrong or do I think he's right? And so people? you're blessed because you live in America. Yeah, just overall. Oh, overall, okay. I'm, you know, my, my parents from where they came from, my relatives where they live. That makes you think you're blessed? I think I am. Oh, okay. Amazing. Anybody, who else blessed on your stuff? You think, you, why, you, you think you're blessed because of what you have? Yeah, I am blessed. And, and why do you say that? Um, well, I was in a a state of not being blessed, and I, all I did was suffer. You were poor at one time? I was, I am poor. You didn't have anything at one time? Yeah. And you, you were suffering? I was suffering. And we, were you blessed then? I was blessed then still. Were you suffering? Yeah. And now that you have things, you think you're blessed? Like, I, I have had something watching out for me, and I call God oh, for okay. my whole life. So even when I was suffering, I think my soul was crying out to be safe. Okay. And so I was always saved, even when I continued to suffer. And then eventually, one, one, once all that came to fruition, I found a friend who directed me towards this. this but do you think you're blessed because you have a job, you have food on your table yeah. now, and all that? Yeah. Oh, okay. And now I'm, I, now I do feel blessed uh, okay. in in that way. All but right. I was blessed my whole life. I mean, I'm of God, but I had a question for you. Yes. So based on the reading that Hake did of the super chat, uh, if a man were to follow exactly in the way of Christ, but not believe in God and not believe in the message of Christ at all, he just did it naturally without having to think about it, would he not be saved? Repeat that again. So, so if a man were to follow 
in the way of Christ. It, exactly. Like he is a good way to put this. He acted as Christ acted. Without bringing a message to millions of people and, and doing all of that, he just acted correctly and did the right thing all the time. Would he not be saved? Even if he didn't believe in God and didn't believe in Christ, what do you think? But if he acted like he think Christ acted, yeah. Would he be saved? You must be born again of the Father in order to. But, but if if because he was he born of the Father, I guess from the very beginning, I guess if he if he carried out the Father's will. If he were born of the Father. Yeah. You said, would he be what? Saved. If you're born of God. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. If he never told anyone or anything, as long as he's born again of the Father. But you wouldn't he, have to believe in the Father if you just followed the right way. People who believe in the Father are not born of the Father. Right. And if they, they just know. believe, then no. Right. Because you can't be born of the Father by believing. Right. Believing is the wrong thing. Believing is an intellectual uh -huh. idea. That's all it is. You know and that's why I get you nowhere. Yeah. Because you must know him. I, I really My like, children shall know me. I, I really like that point that you make. Because yeah. that, that's what changed for me. Is yeah. that I, I always believed, but I never knew. And yeah. then once I heard your message and I went and I forgave my parents and I did all that. Yeah. That's, that's when I started to know. And well, saw, like, most people tell you they believe in God, but they're lying. It's just a belief. It's just an idea. It will either have fear, doubt, strife, and all kinds of stuff. But they believe in God, so they just have the idea. That's why ideas have to go about God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Amazing. So I want to just finish up. Yes. I want to add to my, my answer. Because I don't believe that I am blessed if I, because I have a job. What I believe is that I'm blessed because, and this is what I thought about, God changed my life and things are different now and he's taken care of me the whole time I've been alive. Um, that's why I believe I'm blessed. Oh, because I was going to say that even the sinners have a job. They have food, they fat, and <laughs> they have a car. Yeah. You know, everybody get that, that go out and do what it takes to get it. And that's not a sign of being blessed. But they call it a blessing, right? But everything you belongs to whom else go and work on it, whether they believe in God or not. I want to respond, so you change your mind, huh? Did Francisco want to change his mind now? Oh, what? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing. Yeah. Um, that guy said that he said something about what do you say about believing in God? He said um, he knows that some people will say that God controls our lives, and he so he responds. So, but what about those who don't even believe in God? Because he says that we control our lives. Oh, uh, God does not control the sinner's life. Satan is controlling your life. That's why you're obeying and worshiping the devil and have no relationship with God. The intellectual people, anyone that's into the 
thoughts. So intellect can be anybody. That believe thoughts, so-called good one or bad one. God, you're worshiping the devil, and God has nothing to do with that. He's not, that's why he let you suffer. He let you feel the pain of the devil, whether it's so-called good pain or bad pain. God, you're not believing in God like that. And, and, and you're being influenced by evil. We have never made a decision in our whole life. The only, only thing we do, and you can call that a decision, I guess, is when we realize something is wrong. You know, I, I don't have any peace. Or I did this. I read the Bible. I went to church and nothing is working. And you start questioning what's going on with you. The decision is made that you're giving up. You want to know something. But we have never made a decision of our own. And there's no such thing as a free will. And just think about this. If there were a free will, everybody were free, will will themselves to be free. Totally free of anger. Totally free of doubt. Stole it free of everything. But no, I haven't met one person that willed themselves to never think again. To never be free, to never be enslaved in their, in their mind. If we had a free will, we, all of us would have done it yesterday. We would have willed ourselves to be free. We don't have a free will. We are not in control. We're not in control. And it's crazy that people that believe that they have a free will and that they're in control, you can't convince them that they're not. They don't have a free will. They have to want to see it. I've had many discussions with people who think that they have a free will and they don't. And they're miserable. Okay, did you decide to be miserable in life? Did you decide to look for this or that to make yourself feel better? Just think about it. Folks do not think. They're not questioning what's going on with them. And that's amazing to me that you don't even question what's happening inside of your own body and mind. But you look to somebody else to tell you, but you won't even question yourself. And that's why you're not finding the answer. Nobody is to blame for what you feel, except your parents. They let you down when you were born because they're crazy. But then as an adult, you are responsible. And if you think about it, Everything that's happening is happening inside of you. It's not happening out there. It's happening in you. And people do things to make you feel a certain way, but you're overreacting because it's already there. And, you know, I talked to a lot of people this week who have fear. Everyone does. They experience fear. Anybody here fear, have fear sometimes? It comes and goes? No. And... How do, you, how do you deal with that fear? Because I want to end it dealing with that. How do you deal with the fear when you feel it? Okay. Um, lately I uh, learned to, uh, to be calm about it. To look what's happening while I have this so-called fear. To notice uh, sometimes I over... You know, I think I in the process of overcoming it. Oh. It's like I don't call it fear anymore. Cause I know the fear word is also it's not it's not real fear. It's not uh, it's some it's like a evil force trying to control you. You know. Okay. Um, but uh, it prevents me to do stuff I want and uh, try not to make a big deal or I, I try not to own it. 
this fear. And eventually, when I relax, let go, I can, I can see if it's really the fear that's stopping me or I look at the battle, you know, look at this uh, spiritual thing that is happening. Okay. What do you do to feel when you feel it? You had your hand, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, before, I, w I would overreact to it, like if uh, somebody would threaten me. I guess you could say at first I would feel fear, but then I would just react with anger. And then that's why I was always getting into fights and stuff. That's and so when you feel fear now, what do you do? Uh, now I just, I just sit in it and um, if somebody's yelling at me, as long as they don't put hands on me, I don't, I don't, I don't react. But what about the fear that you feel when no one is yelling at you? Oh, th that fear, uh, the, the fear, that kind of fear is when I'm by myself and, um, and I'm like, man, like these, the thoughts start try to come in. We're like, man, you're not doing enough. You're messing up. You drank way too much today. Like all these thoughts, they just start rolling in. And I just, I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. I'm here. Just be here, be here, be here. And then um, it's some, it, it sometimes uh, it, it keeps me, like he said, it keeps me from doing things because I'm just so paused on the fear. But uh, little by little, I've been uh, this whole this week alone. Just I just sit in it. Like I'm like, okay, just it's gonna it's gonna pass. It's not gonna be forever. Like oh, okay. If I'm afraid of whatever is going on, I'm like, okay, just yeah, right. Uh, you, you had your hair. Let me talk some time here. I did. I had I recently had a, a great feeling of panic, fear, anxiety. It was really bad. I've had it in the past. Uh, you know, years ago. And I would always run away from it. I would, I would do things. I would fight. I would argue. Uh, I mean, it was, it's, it was a terrible, terrible. It's like a panic. And what do you, how do you do it to feel now? That's inside of you. So this last time, I dealt with it by uh, um, just feeling it and being right there with it. Instead of running from it, I just. Uh, I endured it, and I felt the pain of it for the first time. And uh, um, I mean, it—I I didn't believe it, but it went away, you know, just uh, by experiencing it and and just being there in the panic, in the dread, in the fear. What do you do when it come back? It hasn't come back. The last—this must have been a week ago. So this happened. Oh, just a week been ago. A, oh, it'll be back. Okay, if it comes back, I know how to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. Let me just say this, uh, and to just add to what's been said. When I say that it's going to get worse before it gets better, when you truly, truly stay with it, stay with it, stay with it, the devil will die eventually. And while he's dying, but what got to happen though, you got to stop filling in the blank space of thoughts. You know, like if um, um, the devil give you a thought about something and he'll also give you a quick answer, he'll fill it in, right? Or you, someone will ask you a question and you won't just answer the question. You will answer the question, but then you add on to the question. You, 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 you start making yourself try to sound good or look good. You won't just say, no, I didn't eat yet. You say, no, I didn't eat, but I wanted to go down to town, and I had to, I was thinking about going down there, and, and just said no. 
it kind of reminded me of what Sean gave me these things for man history, Mark. And in the good old days, men didn't talk a lot. They would make, uh, when they wrote, they would make simple points, and that's it, right? But I noticed today, most people, most, 99.9%, they fill in the empty space. They make up words. They just constantly getting them to make the long or short story long. You got to stop doing that. You got to watch that and stop doing that. Let your answer be yes and no. You know, um, Satan is going to try to get you to use thoughts, a phone call, food, drinking, watching TV, anything to distract you from keeping an eye on him so that he can die. And when the light, the more, the brighter the light become, the greater pain he's going to bring unto you. But if you, if you, but if you had a little light and you know that it's him, you're going to be able to hang in there. Those who are truly, most people won't because they'll overreact to that and run. Just the way they overreact if somebody hurt their feelings or whatever, right? But the pain of death, you, you've heard this thing about going through the valley of the shadow of death and I feel no evil. You got to go through that. And when Satan is dying, when he's, dis when he's disappeared from all ideas, all thinking, all reaching out, all everything, that shadow of death is mind-blowing if you're not aware of what's happening. And, and you haven't experienced that yet. Nobody in this room has experienced that yet. I can tell you in conversation, I can see that you haven't. You have these little minor things. But you have not gone through the valley or the shadow of death yet. And when you do, he's going to be screaming. He's going to want to make you cry. He's going to want to fight you. But he's a liar. He has no, no power. He has no power. It just feels like it died since he's been controlling you for so long. And so it feels like he died, but he doesn't. The light is greater than the darkness. The light can care less about the darkness because the darkness is nothing. It's really nothing. It's just that we as human beings identify with the darkness. We think it's a big deal. But the light doesn't care about the darkness. It's, the, it's already defeated. It's already done. And that's what you're going to have to go through. You've got to be alone and deal with this. You can't reach out to anyone. There's no one. You can't bring anyone along with you. It's a, a, it's a pathway, a road that you have to travel by yourself. You can't bring your kids along. You can't even act phony about it. You can't act all holy and like you know everything because all those things are dying. And you see as you're going through this valley, valley of shadow of death, there's, I can't do anything about this. What the? You're like, it, it's unbelievable how we are possessed and we don't know it. All the emotions and thoughts and feelings and intellect and all that is evil. It's of the devil. And no one has peace that's living that way. And I now understand even better why most people are not going to make it. 
oh yeah, they'll quote it, they'll go in and say they forgave mama and daddy, and they'll do this, but when it comes to really facing it, they ain't gonna do it. Someone hurt your little feelings, you ready to get mad. You're not even glad that they hurt your feelings, because if you were glad to see that in you, you would be mad that they did it. You'd be glad that they did it. Oh, I didn't know I would overreact to that. What the? And you got to face the devil in trembling because you are afraid. Everyone has fear. And it's, the fear is of the devil. It's not real. It's an illusion. The fear is not even real. And I am not talking about crossing the road fear or protecting yourself physically. I'm talking about that fear that every human being has from within. Everybody has it. You can look at them. When you talk to them, you see the fear. And they'll cover it up with a phony, shy smile. Or they'll, they'll laugh or they'll do something, right? You can see it's fear. You got to face the fear. I remember telling people, I do tell people, go and forgive mama. And most people, nearly all, have fear of facing mama. Where the fear that I'm talking about is greater than that. But that is the beginning of starting to deal with fear. When you go and forgive your mother. Going to forgive your mother is going to face the devil. But facing the devil is greater than that. But at least that's a beginning. You're going to have to live in the fear. You got to live in it. You cannot do one iota of a thing to get rid of the fear. You can't be mad at it. You can't fight it. You can't try to, de I mean, deny it or act like you don't have it. All you're doing is giving it life. You're going to have to shake in fear. You got to sleep with the fear, wake up in fear, drive with fear, go to work with fear, go back home with fear. And the greater the fear, the better it is. The better it is. The fear that makes you want to take post-traumatic stress disorder pills. <laughs> you got to feel the fear. You got to live with the fear, and you will see that you are not the fear. If you stay with it, you'll see you're not that fear. It's not you. And when you see it, you start to overcome it. Because right now you think it's you. But the, the greater the fear is, and when you do nothing about it, you will see that it's not you. The light will show you it's not you. And you will see that. I almost don't want to say this because now people are going to say, I'm the light. <laughs> you will see that you're the light and not the darkness, not the fear. You'll see it. But you got to take, you got to let fear have its way. You can't escape it if you want to be free. You got to stop identifying with it. It's not you. And most people will not go there with that fear. How many people want to live in fear? Anybody here want to live in fear? I don't want to live in fear. How will you be free if you don't live in it? I don't want to go to work in fear. I don't want to go to bed in fear. Have you ever thought about living in fear? 
People tell you, you're not supposed to live in fear. How are you going to be free if you don't live in it? If you don't live in it, you're living with it, thinking it's you. And it's destroying your life. So from this point forward, those who are sincere and really want to return to the Father, be able to like, stop doing anything about your fear. And, and, and let fear do it. Let it happen. Welcome the fear. Just don't love the fear, but welcome it. And stop running from the fear. And don't go around telling people, oh, I'm afraid. Oh, my God. I see a psychiatrist. Don't let anyone save you from the fear because they're just giving it life. And that's what it means to do nothing. Nothing. You decide to live with it. That make sense? Yes. And when I say you haven't seen anything yet, you ain't seen hell yet until it has to depart from you. Is that what you mean by walking through the valley of the shadow of death? Yes. Okay. Walking through the valley is you're living and going through the valley quietly. Only God can do it. 23rd Psalms. Right. 23rd Psalm, you said. But none of y'all have done that. Your little lightweight fear y'all talked about that day wasn't nothing. Wait until you don't let anything stop you from going through the valley. When you hear bad things, which are not bad, and you want to shake, shake and do nothing about it. Really. It must die. And it will die. And it has no power at all. Some of these things it tells you to do. Oh, go to the party. Stay home. And then when you stay home, it'll tell you, turn on the computer. Don't turn it on. It'll tell you, take a drink. When it tells you to take it, don't take it. Wait till it passes, then you can take it consciously. And when you drink consciously, it's a different kind of thing for you. But if you drink because it told you to take the drink, then you get drunk, and unconsciously more so. And you're giving this thing life. It's truly a spiritual battle. And there's nothing we can do, and there's nothing we need to do. That's what's so weird about it. Interesting. You don't need to do anything. All you need to do, sit by the gate and watch. You gotta literally watch every thought so you can stop thinking. You got to go through the valley of shadow death. And when you feel afraid, when you feel like you got to fill in time, don't. Because there's no time to fill in. Time is time. It's already fulfilled. So when it tells you, you need to be busy, don't get busy. Do not do it. And feel the fear of not being busy. Feel the fear of somebody not liking you. And they don't like you anyway. Because if you don't feel the fear of not being liked, you're going to try to make somebody else like you. Somebody's going to love you. You're going to love. You're going to stay. And you're going to love me. You don't need love. You already got love. You should. I know people who got married. 
because the devil, guys even call my show, they say, well, okay, if I start looking for a woman now and just seek the kingdom, will God give me a woman later? Isn't that like crazy? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you even think that way? Where is that coming from? Is God going to give me what I get? Why is that so important? Something is wrong with you that you got to think, I got to have a woman to be completed. Or a woman think that about a man. You should be questioning, why am I thinking that way? Because I promise you, everyone who think that way, they marry right into hell. All they do is get more hell. But the devil make them think this will make life a little better. I hear it all the time. Oh, I'm going to get married have children. Why? Because I just want a family. No, you don't. If you want a family, it means you don't want one because it ain't going to work. <laughs> You're trying to replace it for something that's missing. You're in your little cage, going around in circles, and Satan giving you something else to, to keep you in hell. A family ain't going to bring you no peace. Look at the families today. They hate one another. They hate one another. I know a guy right now who just beat the hell out of his mama. And he grown. And she grown. He ain't her. And she's done everything she physically can for him. And she hate, he ate her. But I'm like, don't you see that you owe him an apology? He hate you. Apologize to him. No, I did all I can for him. But you put him in hell. So I saw hands here. I got to end it. Take the hell. It has no power at all. Stop reaching out. Stay at the gate and watch the hell happening. And welcome to pain. Don't, me, I don't, don't love it. Don't try to hold on to it, but don't run from it. You will be free, I'm telling you. You will be free and you will live in this world in a totally different way. Because you are your world. Everything that's happened is happening in here. And in here is hell. It's hell on earth. But you can have paradise on earth too. But you got to die from the hell. Yes, sir, real fast. Real quick, your, um, your fear is actually only targeting an escape from your hell experience. So if you allow it to happen, it'll point to a way out. You got to let it happen and stop trying to run away from it. Don't fix it at all. And watch those thoughts so you can see how Satan is trying to distract you so that you won't be born again, die from that. He's giving you all kinds of things, all kinds of things to keep you away. To keep you distracted. You got to let those thoughts pass. And some of those thoughts you've been doing for so long, it's all like, y'all, oh, one more time won't hurt. One more time and keep it Satan in you and control you. All right. Yes, ma'am. Any questions about that? No. What do you think about it? <laughs> so what now? Amazing. Amazing. Does it help? It does. Yeah. Tremendously. Yeah. Thank so you. just watch that. You'll be fine, really. Okay. All right. What do you think about it? Great. Uh, thank you. Um, whatever. Yeah, go back and watch this. and. Yeah. I have nothing to say. And, and I'm not going to say what your job is, but even at your job, if they can make you feel anything, be glad. 
that's the fear that needs to die. All right? If they make you feel good, be glad. Just watch it. Don't love it, but just watch it. If it makes you feel bad, if they disagree, just watch what you're feeling. And, don't, and, and because they're like, they just brought up what was already in there. Yeah. They, didn't, they didn't do it to you. Yeah. It was already there. And it's going to blow your mind. Looking forward to it. All right. Thank nice. You. What do you think about that, Doc? The fear thing. I think it's interesting. And I think it's interesting that we really haven't, we've been, we've been through our little silly fears, but we haven't been through any real fear. Right. You all ain't seen no fear yet. This little watered down fear y'all mentioned today. Okay. Seems like, yeah, right. Feels like fear. <laughs> but every human being has fear. Every human being has it. And if you just watch it, and, and even if you have to quietly say to yourself, that's not me. What am I, what, I what am I, not my thoughts. You start to stop identifying with it, and that's where it, it'll get better and better. So it's okay to remind yourself that that's not me. Those are not my feelings. Right? And then after a while, you won't have to use the words because the light will speak through you. God loves us. He is love. And he, everything's done. I mentioned last week how these people sitting around waiting for the, what do you call that thing when Jesus takes you up to Rapture? We've already been raptured. It is done. It is finished. But it's inside. And it's above too, but it's inside of us. The job is done. Isn't that something? And they're waiting. It reminds me of the Jews. Not that Jew. <laughs> but there are Jews waiting, right? Are they waiting for Jesus, the Messiah? The, uh, some people, uh, you know, there are so many opinions and uh, interpretations, and that makes everybody fighting. <laughs> over right. Yeah. That's so what religions do. They fight one another. Because everybody have an opinion. And so the Messiah was already there. And they're like, dude, talking to the Messiah. We're waiting for the Messiah. You're impossible. They're like, I'm right here. Hey, I'm, I'm here. No, we're waiting for him. Same thing that human beings are doing today. They're waiting upon the Lord, and the Lord is already here. What a sad way to live. Amazing. Anyway, do the silent prayer. And watch. And when I say watch, you watch the thoughts. All thoughts are all lies. It's a practical one. All thoughts are all lies. And they run deep. They're like, you have thoughts that you don't even know you have. Stop obeying them. You're worshiping the devil. They run deeper than what, I can't even find the words and the type of thought in us, in the mind. It's in the mind. You want a clearer mind. You want a renewed mind. All right? So do the silent prayer and watch, and it will be revealed to you. But don't try to bring anyone along with you. You can't do that. This is one time to your little groupies. <laughs> this is one time you must be willing to be an individual. If you're not, you're not going to make it. And that doesn't mean you don't do physical things with groups and, you know, stuff. Go to the dinner and party or whatever. But don't identify. Don't get in and identify. 
identity from it. All right, do the prayer and watch. And uh, any announcement? Um, no. Oh, brand new biblical question. What is it, Sean? How often do you throw rocks at others? Oh yeah. Ooh. <laughs> How often do you throw rocks at others? Amazing. <laughs> That's the biblical question, all right? And I'm telling you, there's a perfect way of appreciating life and appreciating others and, and not judging. It's just amazing. But you've got to work on you. You've got to stay with it. If you want to, and I know most are not, really. I understand. I now understand clearly why most won't. Oh, they'll say, oh, yeah, I got a little anger. Oh, I got this, I got that. That's about it. All right? But those handful, they'll stay with it. Thank you all for your support. Thank you for your uh, tithing offering. Go to rebuildingaman.com to make your donations and tithe because you two don't like us right now. They won't let you make a donation there. Amen. They mad at us. Ain't that something? You two do, that's exactly what people do. When they get mad, they take their stuff. Isn't that something? And so go to rebuildingaman.com or buymeacoffee.com or cash.app slash bonjlp. Thank you, Nick. I'm surprised I remember that. What the? <laughs> so listen, relax. Let this thing happen so you could be free. I don't, if nobody else want to do it, wish them well, but you stay with it, all right? Thank you all for tuning in, and thank you all. It was amazing today. Thank you. <laughs> Mighty blowing. Wish them well. Wish them well.